So hi, welcome to the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with... Blake from Heart to Gold. And we're asking some questions today about their new album, Tom. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the record so far? I feel really good so far. Um, no, we didn't really have like a ton of expectation on it. And I know on like streaming platforms alone, we've like quadrupled like what God it was damn. previously so it's Yay. pretty exciting yeah that's sick i sure. i was like blown away by the record when i heard it i was like holy shit this thing is so fucking good it really is <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey, thank you yep. that means a lot yeah mm-hmm. killed it uh, so is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art yeah so the album title is named tom and that's mm-hmm. actually after our dear friend thomas Vescio. uh yeah all of us uh me grant and sid have known tom for a really really long time i actually grew up with tom we went to the same high school and uh, he was best friends with my brother in like middle school and high school mm-hmm. and then like when we were all in high school because they were like three years older than me uh we all became really good friends and he was friends with grant through some mutual friends and yeah me and sid went to the same high school so it was kind of like a you know tight-knit group Mm -hmm. but yeah he was like i feel like one of the first like really big supporters of the band and um he came on the first ever tour we went on just to like roll along with us and hang out and yeah no he's been like the ultimate road dog and he's been on almost every single tour we've been on and just like been like if you guys get an opportunity like i'm there i want to be there for you guys and so yeah he's like he's the dude (laughs) then what an honor to have an album named after you (laughs) Right. No, I know it was it was supposed to be a surprise, but um, we were actually on like a chairlift at a ski place because uh, we all like to go snowboarding. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and Tom were just on the lift at one point and he was like, so what's the album going to be called? And I was <laughs> like, "Ah, it's a surprise. And he was like, yeah, Grant told me. <laughs> and he, God damn it, Grant. I was like. Yeah, I was like, no, 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 he didn't. Right. And he was like, yeah, Grant got kind of drunk and he told me and, and I was like, well, he was probably lying. You know, it it wasn't really true. And yeah, so he ended up cover. Um, So can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album? Yeah. Um, I mean, it kind of varies from like song to song, but some of them Grant had like, came in with like almost a full song and been like I like I've got a new song let's jam it out and you know we'd work on it for however long some some songs would take like you know a couple days and we'd be like oh sick like that that's the song right there you know because Grant did all like the bare bones and there were like some songs on the album that like took throughout the entire three years of writing and recording the album yeah so like yeah like sonic and tiger's jaw and i don't i think it's probably because we didn't really give them a chance like we were always like getting ready for like the next show so it was like all right let's jam it and then all of a sudden if we run into a stopping point it's like 
ah, we'll touch on it next time. Like yeah. we'll we'll yeah. come back to it. Mm-hmm. And um, so yeah, there there were a few that took a really long time, and we would work out like as a group, like okay, dynamic wise, like where are we trying to take it? Um, but I think this album compared to like the other ones has a a lot more of like a songwriter's perspective on it. So Grant kind of took the lead on like respect, overwhelmed, uh, give me a call. Some of the more like straightforward, like songs, you know, that don't have a lot of differentiation in like the parts and stuff. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Um, so like for, for those songs like Sonic and Tiger's Jaw that like you worked on throughout the entire process, like, I guess the pandemic saved those in a way because you guys were able to kind of sit down and like, this is the batch of songs we have. This is what we should work on. Yeah. That's what we thought at first, (laughs) at least it was like, all right, lockdown pandemic. I guess we're going to write like two albums, three (laughs) albums. And I don't know. I I don't think it like necessarily worked that way. (laughs) Uh, We would just get together and practice. And then, I mean, we work on the songs, but I don't think it was like super easy for us to like compile the album because we were also working on recording the album through the entire pandemic. And we like restarted recording the album three different times. Wow. Uh, yeah wow. once was i don't even know it was like three years ago mm-hmm. uh we like tracked the drums at a place uh called tree speak in minneapolis okay. mm-hmm. and then we decided like a couple months later because we like hadn't worked on it for a couple months we were like uh like we kind of want to go a different direction like we want to live track it so mm-hmm. it sounds like more thrashy or raw and then so we live tracked it Mm -hmm. and uh eric who like produced and mixed uh and kind of like led us through the process who did our first one uh comp to he's Mm -hmm. from remo drive if you know that band yeah um but yeah he was like to be honest the live tracks aren't really cutting it <laughs> like oh, let's do it. yeah well like he was being brutally honest like the space mm-hmm. we were in too we weren't able to like dial things down very well and we were trying to get like the instruments live tracked in a couple days <laughs> but it just wasn't working out and he was like honestly i think it would be a lot better if we just click tracked everything and started with the drums so then we like redid it now for a third time and so it it took like a really long time and um we definitely had like changed a lot of the songs like mm-hmm. through the process of recording over the pandemic which I think like the pandemic gave us because like it would be like just us and Eric hanging out at Grant's house and his like upstairs recording like the guitar parts for like hours mm-hmm. and like they would just be like a million different ideas flowing until like we eventually got you know what some of the songs were yeah yeah well i'm glad it finally got out of like a development hell in a kind of way yeah, <laughs> yeah. Me too. wow three different recording processes yeah i don't 
I don't know. It was a lot. It was a little too much. <laughs> yeah, definitely so not going to be the next one, right? Hopefully, it's not like that. Yeah. So may, maybe yeah. next time we'll just go straight click track. Start with drums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. All right. Um. So I want you to tell us your favorite lyric off this album and the meaning behind it. Oh man. Mm-hmm. I didn't write the lyrics. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, you can also do your favorite part if you don't have a lyric off the top of your head. Uh, let me think if I know any lyrics even. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's uh, cool. To be, to be cool. honest, I don't really know a lot of our lyrics. Grant mm-hmm. doesn't write the lyrics with the rest of the song, really. Like, we'll have entire songs completed mm-hmm. and then, like, once it's time to he'll have like placeholders for lyrics and then literally like the day of like vocal tracking or like the week before it'll be like all right grant you got the lyrics ready and he'll be like no (laughs) (laughs) i gotta gotta work on them and and then they'll just like all of a sudden like he'll come in and have brand new lyrics some of them will be the same as like the placeholders but it's an interesting process like the vocals the vocal melodies come a lot with like us organically just playing and jamming things but the lyrics always come last I feel like unless he has fully written a song like acoustically or something Mm -hmm. um man I I'm trying to think yeah, no, I don't. I don't have a favorite lyric to be honest. I'll tell you my favorite part. Okay, mm-hmm. um, perfect. I think my favorite part of any song is like the end of Tiger's Jaw, maybe when it's like kind of got the like a slower, like spacier kind of feel, and yeah, or the the middle of Mary, like where there's that kind of chanty anthemic, you know vibe to it so yeah those are my two favorites all right do you guys always work like down to the wire with all of your songs um maybe (laughs) i (laughs) i don't i think for it just depends on the song like all of our songs just i feel come a lot differently to Mm -hmm. us um so i think like to solidify like certain parts like for for drum parts I'm always kind of like thinking about like doing things differently or could I be doing like a cooler fill Mm -hmm. because a lot of like the drums I I just like really don't want them to sound similar to other drums or basic in any way so I think like I will like solidify like okay this is what I'm doing like right before we go in but we're like always jamming the songs and have pretty much like 90% of what we're going to do figured okay. out. Okay. That's nice. good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Whew. All right. <laughs> uh, so how'd the trackless free album come about? Uh, did you guys write the opener to be the opener, closer be a closer, just shuffle around, see what fits. What was that process like? Um, we shuffled them around a bit. I know like Mary, we were like, all right, Mary's got to be at the end that's like you know our our you know big closer it's like yeah. seven minutes long or something like that so mm-hmm. that couldn't be in the middle because people <laughs> no. 
no, that's a definitely seven minute song save for the end. Yes, um, mm-hmm, for sure. But the rest of it, besides that, I think we're kind of just, you know, do with whatever. I feel like "Give Me a Call" was a good opener because it just starts like just like everyone playing the same note just banging out so we wanted to like start with an energy mm-hmm. and then we had like naturally practiced like an order to the songs like all right let's play the album like before we even like figured out a track list mm-hmm. and i think the track list that we have is like normally the order in which we would play it okay live so we just were like oh we normally play those three back to back to back let's just throw them on there back to back that makes sense. Okay. Oh, I don't know. There's something really just kind of like wholesome about that. That's kind of like a little piece of just the entire process of making the album that you guys just put directly onto the, the track list. I don't know. I like that. Yeah. That's good. I don't know. I don't know why Natural. I'm making a big deal out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no. But that's that's really nice. I don't know. Um, so would you be able to tell us where your headspace is at while you're creating this record? Um probably like constant worry if it's I don't know yeah not in like a bad way but just in like a I don't know I feel like from my perspective I'm always like I hope people like it you know like like I hope people like it as much as the old stuff Mm. um at least that's what it is when like you know recording it and stuff just because like you see the recordings from so many different levels you know like it like you're seeing it like bare bones no editing all raw Mm -hmm. audio with no additions and it's like oh my gosh i hope this sounds way (laughs) better yeah Yeah. um but i mean when we're writing it we're always liking what we're currently writing better than Mm -hmm. what we've previously wrote because yeah we've played it like a million times yeah but um yeah i mean we're always excited on whatever we're like is new for us so yeah but when we were recording it towards the tail end i i remember just thinking like oh my gosh like i i can't wait for this to just be out and not only for people to hear it but just to be done with it and Mm -hmm. never have to think about recording it ever again <laughs> yeah well yeah oh my God. <laughs> three yeah. times is enough well um, and then when it was finished too we had like the finished product for quite a long time mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. probably like we finished in like i don't know like june of i don't know last june like a year ago okay it's wow. 2021 and then yeah. Or like no, it was actually the winter. It was like December of 2020. last year. Oh my or god, twenty twenty one. Oh, I remember that was like when we finished doing like gang vocals or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then like we had to wait a bit for like mi- mixing, and then we got it mastered, and then Grant broke his arm, and mm-hmm. then um, and then I remember we were just like, okay, well let's like try to shop it around, and then it it took until like this last fall for anybody to really pick it up mm-hmm. and then now it's out so it's kind of just like thank god <laughs> yeah get it out of here it's finally done move on to the next thing i like, exactly. get this shit away from me 
<laughs> so the, obviously the record's been out for a little bit, but going to ask you this question anyway. Uh, how do you recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should they do it in the car with friends, start with headphones on, workout album, party album? What do you personally recommend? Well, it's about to be spring. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know where you guys are from, but in Minnesota, it's still like, it was like 33 degrees today. Oh, not but here. Jesus. <laughs> If you're not in Minnesota, roll your windows down, uh, blast it front to back. It's got to be front to back. Can't listen to one song. Um, nah, I got to listen to it loud with friends or like at a party. I know I had like a friend who is like super close to me. His name's Kyle Zendejas. He played in the first ever band I was in. Oh, cool. And the night that it came out, like midnight he was snapping me videos of him at a party blasting it over the speakers and so ideally blast it over the speakers with your friends or like be outside all right it's a good like outside album i feel yeah sure that's very sweet uh so this one should be super super quick off top of your head i want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words no more no less gotta be quick i can't think yeah no you can't think um powerful Mm -hmm. uh new Mm -hmm. and uh fun okay basic some pretty basic words but yeah it was quick though so that's perfect yep Mm -hmm. um so what band artists influence you think you can hear the most on this album if any um personally in like the drums probably say like joyce manor Mm -hmm. joyce manor or tiger's jaw i feel like are pretty close ones those have been big influences to us for like a long time and um i mean obviously we've got a song called tiger's jaw yeah (laughs) that one kind of has like a similar chord progression to the tiger's jaw song coil recoil and Mm -hmm. uh yeah, I would say those two are definitely like if you could compare it to another artist, it could be one of those two. Okay, that makes sense. Perfect. Uh, what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this album? Hmm. Over the three years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would be very uh, funny if you God. just said when it was finally fucking done. <laughs> April 8th when we put the damn thing out. <laughs> um oh my god. I don't know. It's but it was I would say like just over like the creation of when we wrote the songs to put it out, probably be at some random Minneapolis show when people knew all the words to the song Mary and it'd be like this song is not even close to being out yet. <laughs> the lyrics aren't even <laughs> final. Yeah. yeah. Though these words are gonna change. I hope yeah. you know that. No, people have complained about that before. They're like, hey you changed the words. <laughs> like, Take like, it up with Grant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, talk to that guy about it. So that's cool. Like, so I guess you guys were just playing a bunch of shows and like people were just picking up on the words that way or like were there videos circulating online? Like Um, how? Song's not out yet. Yeah, there were some videos. Um, Me and Grant did like an acoustic kind of like toned down show at a local venue where that got like 
some decent video quality somebody had and they had posted it. There were also like two other videos that people had posted of the song and we played it on like a local radio thing. So you could find it okay. if you wanted to. It wasn't just like um, all these people just like telepathically figured out the lyrics somehow. <laughs> no, I remember though when it first happened, I was like, what? <laughs> How do you know? Yeah. Do you have our demos right now? <laughs> Oh my god. Um, so picture this. You're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Um, if it's the middle of the night and I'm doing the night drive, Sour Patch Kids Extremes. Ooh. Yeah. Tasty. Have you had the extremes? Uh, I've seen them, but I've always just gone for the regular. I'm, I'm too scared. Yeah, no. The extremes are pretty, pretty good. But normally I don't get... Yeah, I don't get snacks normally, like a Red Bull or a coffee. Okay. But okay. if I'm, if the night drive is coming, sour gummies. All right. Sour gummies. Perfect. And on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be? Uh, pho. pho. Oh, pho. What, um, what, what, what do you have in it? Um, They're bigger pho people than i am i like pho oh. but normally i like to have something along with it but if i'm gonna get pho it's like a chicken pho oh yeah yeah mm -hmm. grant got a like a veggie and tofu pho this last time oh. i think sid usually does a chicken pho too okay perfect yeah. so so a mixture all right yeah that's yeah. good uh so for the last couple of questions we're gonna shift completely away from music and go straight to death row boom so, if you're on death, death row, row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Ooh. With a drink? Yes. Mm -hmm. oh, trying to think. Oh, there's this place in, uh, like, St. Paul area. It's called Khan's Mongolian Barbecue. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, stir-fry, like, hibachi noodles with uh i mean whatever it's kind of like a buffet bar where you build it and then they mm -hmm. cook it mongolian places yeah. are so fucking sick that, yeah oh yeah. yeah and a bubbly a black cherry bubbly Ooh. taste all right so you like static taste. water then i do like static i'm sorry water. as you should it's good yeah exactly. uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week where would you live? Uh, definitely um, Harry Potter world, Hogwarts, mm -hmm. you know, the wizarding world. Yeah, I'm, I, I love Harry Potter. Um, don't like J.K. Rowling, so no. shout out. Shout out to not liking J.K. Rowling, but shout still like yeah. Harry Potter. Yep. <laughs> um, yep. Yeah, no, that, that would 100% be my dream. I'm re-watching for the millionth time the last harry potter movie right now i'm at oh, the end yeah yeah it's sad what is your what's your house gryffindor i wish it wasn't but it's you know it is you don't want to be gryffindor it. well everyone's gryffindor yeah but it's the best yeah so yeah, yeah. That's all right. fair. All right, fair enough. Uh, so I've been on asking the last question, and every single person that we've spoken to have said that it is the most important question. What's your favorite color? 
Uh, baby blue. Nice. Oh. Good pick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Going on tour uh, with Remo Drive and Boyish mm-hmm. May 8th. Um, be on the lookout for that. If you're a cool band and want to tour with us, let us know. We're trying to hit the road. But yeah, listen to Tom. It's everywhere. Apple Music, Spotify, um, Bandcamp, YouTube. Check out Memory Music. Shout out Will Yip. Shout out Tim. Uh, shout out Tom. Love you, Tom. Love you, Tom. Uh, yeah, no, shout out everyone for listening. But yeah, no, check out the album. Tom is dope. The band and the person and the album and everything. Hell yeah. Perfect. All right. Oh, well, thank you for now. This has been Blake from Heart to Gold, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.